Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Babies. This nigga, where's the energy, AC? Bro, I'm here, bro. Oh, my God. (laughs) Reluctantly. Uh, Bring your own energy, bro. Hey, uh, AC, uh, it seems like quarantine is getting to your head, bro. How How you feeling, man? I'm good, bro. I'm just trying to get this last few weeks of school done. Get registered for my last year of college. About to be done. Maybe even my last semester of college. I might be done with that earlier than I thought. You know, trying to stay healthy, working out every day. Going to work still, even in this craziness. But, I mean, it's cool. I'm straight. I feel that. I just started going back to work, too. We, uh... Selling all these lawn signs to these old people. They want lawn signs for their graduating kids and shit. So mm-hmm. we we sold like well over like 500 lawn signs, more like thousands. They're in the thousands probably right now. Damn. Yeah. Crazy. It was the whole uh, fucking Brentwood school district that ordered it. And then all the middle schools, some colleges, people from, who went to college, graduated from college are ordering lawn signs too. I'm like, oh my God, bro, I cannot keep up with this shit. There's so many names, so many fucking people that want this. Yeah, I'm burnt out. I'm burnt out. Well, y'all niggas working. I'm chilling, bro. <laughs> <I> <laughs> my, job, my job is really like a social job. Like really, this is really affecting my work because my job is really just having people in a room and chilling, enjoying themselves, like being social. So it's really handicapping what I could do because we can't really have a social gathering more than 10 people and you can't like be close with people. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting. You're unemployment just, check? Yeah, definitely I'm getting them checks. Yeah, I'm waiting until this all goes down. I'm happy y'all guys are working. Hopefully y'all staying safe while working, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People got to stay at the door. You can't come into my shop. Fuck out of here with that. You know, people trying to give me handshakes when they meet me, like, no, no, please don't touch me. Yep. I take that shit as a, a fucking insult, bro, like or a threat. Like, you ready to square up right now? You ready to square up because you try to shake my hand? Fuck no. <laughs> no, I feel, during this whole time, I feel bad for these small businesses. I mean, if you think about it, oh, you yeah. have these big companies, big companies, right, that have yep. tons of people that come throughout the doors, in and out the doors. You got tons of employees. I mean, Walmart has, like, 1.5 million employees. Amazon has 750,000 employees. You know, other companies have a big number of employees and then tons of people coming in and out the door, but they're still not telling people that they have a lot of numbers of cases. How is that? So like, how come they can't have small businesses open up? Even they're not getting big number cases. So how come small businesses can't open up either? Yeah, that makes no sense to me. It's definitely real hard. Um, my- that doesn't make any sense. My business is probably the one who's doing the best in our business lot, like where everybody works. Just because we're busy with those lawn signs. And then we also have like a few more like car wraps that we're doing here and there. But we're literally the only ones that are doing good. Everybody else is really slow. Um, and it, there's... How come y'all are open though? We're, we're essential. Uh, and then also like technically at first we were essential. And then after uh, a certain point, they started opening up uh, more businesses. More be- yeah. Essential. So we do advertising and we provide essential businesses with essential advertising and designs and shit like that. So we are technically essential. His job can be done without people really being like, it's easily done without having people, other people being involved and being close to him. So it probably works out while certain businesses, like I said, like my job, I can't really do it right now because unless we totally limited everything, which would, would make it not really my job. 
unless we did it online or something. You feel me? Like certain yeah, no, certain infrastructures are being screwed over because it's taking a lot of time to adjust or you can't even adjust because of the new rules. And the governor is making it really hard because he's, you know, he doesn't want people to die, but it's making it really hard, like AC said, for certain small businesses. They're going to be out of business maybe. Like if you can't adjust, yeah. you're, you're screwed over. You you got Tyson's supply chain failing, like Tyson. Yeah, it's big. It's Tyson big is thing. humongous, and their supply chain is failing. So what do you think the small business is gonna do? So after it's this, not, is, it's not right. It might be even like after this, it might be even crazier as far as finding jobs, doing certain things because a lot of places are not gonna be searching. It's gonna be positions closing because of money. It's gonna be interesting. It's yeah, gonna, it's gonna be qu- it's gonna be quiet for a minute. I think. But when we do make that swing to get back to normal, it's going to be a surge of jobs opening. It's going to be a surge of, you know, businesses coming back like that. So, I mean, yeah, we're in a down spot, but, I mean, we're going to come back up, though. I mean, look at the 2008 recession we had. Yeah, that we was thought we were going to come back from that. That was, that was real bad. AC, so, you're going to, uh, you know, start competing with Tyson when you can open up your business, bro? You're just going to... Man, bro, Tyson's gonna be out of business by the time I try to my bill. Just start your shit right then, bro. I ain't, I'm not selling chicken wings. <laughs> I should start selling chicken wings. Everybody and their mama out the store looking for chicken. I think it shows the conditions though that some certain places put their workers in because think about it. They're having issues and they're just doing meat. I heard it's because a lot of them they work in assembly line like type of uh, positions and. They have to be close. Yeah. They have to like, you know, and it's like they, it's yeah. the infection is spreading in those areas because of that. So it's starting to, they're starting to slow down production and like stop. Yeah. So it's, it's like I said, it's just ugly. It's ugly. I think we're starting to find it's it. Bad right day, now. We're finding out more about this disease too. It feels like, like we're finding out like, but it's slowing down though. It it's is slowing down, but it's slowing down. But that's this, that's the dangerous part because when it slows down, people start, start to think, oh, we don't have to keep six feet apart anymore. And that's when it starts going to go back. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We gonna make it through, though. We gonna make it through. We America, and we niggas. We always oh, make it through, no matter what. <laughs> All the stuff they done put us through. Niggas ain't making it through on TikTok right now, though. I tell you that shit, bro. <laughs> bro, inflamed. Inflamed by. I'm everything. canceling TikTok. I never was into it anyway. But goddamn, bro, these are wild. What I've been seeing. So basically, y'all don't know, it's, uh, you know, there's been a trend on TikTok that goes something like, you'll say some kind of statement, and it's supposed to attract a certain audience, and then, so basically, they're trying to bait, like, black people into, like, staying on the video, and they'll be like, oh, since all the black people are here, uh, how's my form, and they'll fucking cut three, or two-fifths of their body off, so that they're three-fifths, and they'll be like, how's my form? Or they'll try to pick cotton and be like, "Yeah, bruh." And then the other one, there was the the white couple, and then they were pouring the stuff like stereotypes. Like, what was Man. it? What was it? What were the stereotypes? Do y'all remember? It doesn't have a dad. Oh, yeah, like doesn't have a dad. Yeah, doesn't have a dad. Lazy. Uh, lazy. And then they had like the one like they did a little opposite. They're like, "Is smart or something, or is intelligent?" And then they didn't put nothing in there. Wow. Like, I was like. Yeah, bro, it's literally like a minstrel shows. It's basically like minstrel like ideologies, like are just deep rooted in their heads. Things yeah. fucking slavery days way back then. Like people still thinking that shit. Yeah. And now that these kids have uh like unfiltered access to the internet, they just say shit that they see. Like 
they just fucking put that shit down. Like they don't yeah. have any thought to it. They don't care about their future, nothing like that. So TikTok's kind of dangerous. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I also don't like, you know, TikTok, I think it benefits off of us a lot. You know, the dancing, the dances, um, it oh, uses a lot show. of hip hop music. You know, music is being aimed towards TikTok, I feel like now too. So the fact that there's people who are insulting our culture and insulting us, but they probably do indulge in our culture through TikTok or through other platforms. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's 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 evil, ugly. I see. I see as like when you talk about how uh, how rappers are aiming like their music towards TikTok and trying to get their music played on TikTok. TikTok. I think that's just them trying to get TikTok before TikTok gets them. Like before, you know what I'm saying? Like they're gonna they're gonna play their music on there regardless. But like I don't know kind of like benefiting more off of it through getting plays and streams by making that their songs or music toward that type of vibe, the TikTok vibe. But I mean, I've never been into TikTok. I'll never download the app, but like I see the stuff on Twitter because that's where it comes, you know, once it filters from TikTok and it's like, okay, controversial. So then they put it on, on Twitter. So then people can just like roast them. Or find out where you live and and threaten your whole life. Like that girl that did that whole video with her uh dude, bro, her life is messed up. Hey, don't post that stuff, man. Like I'm not man. mad about it, yeah. It's it's, a, it's lines you don't cross and I get it sometimes there's jokes that could have like a little like stereotypical context that are kind of funny, but it's a difference when it's coming from a place that seems like hatred. And or like just yeah. like a dislike, and some of those videos, it seemed like they were genuinely like, like the way they did it, it seemed like they genuinely thought those things. Like it was like you right, actually right. Believe those things, like the three fifths compromise, or you believe right. that we you, we deserve to be picking cotton still, or that we're not smart and we don't. Eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I I agree. Like I mean, are people? I don't even want to. I that because that's not being soft, being offended by that, but. Are people a little more sensitive towards jokes nowadays? Of course. Like, you can't say nearly what you could say back, I don't know, let's say the 90s or the 80s or whatever, right? You can't say type of jokes like that anymore. But, I mean, we've for sure gotten to a point where you say the slightest joke that has, like, a little hint of racism or or whatever, you know, the offense may be, and people are going to go off about it. Try to cancel. I'm not saying like, yeah, you're right. I, you know what I'm saying? So, but like you said, they came from a place, it wasn't like, oh, just a little hint of racism or a little hint of, nah, nah, nah. They came from a place of like, they genuinely don't like black folks. And she tried to, you know, come back on what she did by trying to fix it on social media. And it, it's too late. She made an only too late. She promoted an only Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Some of them, yeah. I saw that. I'm gonna try to apologize, you know, because the backlash, but it's like it's too late, and it's like, plus, like, even if you did it just thinking it was because it was a cool or it was a trend, you did way too much, and it didn't come off as a joke when you did it. It's to come, you know, it's it's too much. Yeah, this is the problem. You're not the the jokes aren't funny, the jokes aren't original. You're not bringing anything new, you're not you're not saying anything that nobody has heard like a thousand times with some stupid ass fucking ignorant motherfuckers saying some racist shit. You're just saying racist shit. You're just you're saying black people are dumb, black people are lazy. Well, blah 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 blah. Bro, this isn't funny. Like, what? Why are you doing this? What? What do you gain? You just right. act like you're just sounding like you hate black people. 
and that's what it really is. So you deserve to get doxxed. You deserve to have your life ruined. I don't give a fuck. All them Twitter heroes can fucking, you know, tell your college that you're a racist piece of shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. Well, yeah, because we don't want those people in positions of power like they have been before. You know, I, uh, AC, right. I think AC said something like this um, when we were talking a little bit. And, he, you know, we don't want those people to feel like now that they're in power, they can enact those thoughts in a position of power. Yep. And be like, well, this person's lazy. This person's not going to work, do the job correctly because they're black. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't they want to even get the foot. They, right. They want to get their foot in the door just because of somebody's thought process. Like, you, you know, you going into that place and like, you know, have that power. You have that thought process along with that power. Now you can any per any person of color probably they they not getting their foot in the door. Like oh. not even try to go for them. You know what I'm saying? So one thing that's cool about this though, I think like it's exposing some of those people. You know, because before they were just enacted and hidden, or there wasn't an internet where they could post it and everybody could see it and share it and be like, this guy's a racist fuck, or this person's a racist fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is exposing certain people who are genuinely racist or think stereotypical things that it will hinder someone because of their culture or their race, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yep. A, uh, just a friendly reminder, uh, fuck Donald Sterling. Right. <laughs> um, so, so we ain't get into this uh, next topic real quick. So with this quarantine, you know, we haven't had any opportunity to go see no concerts or nothing. But if you have, uh, you know, Fortnite, you can watch Travis, <laughs> Travis Scott perform live. That's what 2020 is like, you know. No flying cars, nothing like that. You can just watch Travis Scott do a – Fortnite do, performances. Yeah. So, y'all think that this is what live performances are going to be now from now on because, you know, social – Let's hear AC. AC look like he got something to say. What you got to say? <laughs> I mean, this is – until uh, social distancing is uh, – you know, done for. We got a we got a while to be honest. Till you know, quarantine might be ending soon or what what not. But when this is over with, and quarantine's over with, it's not gonna be the same. So there's not gonna be large gatherings for a minute. So I don't know. Artists are gonna have to start getting used to figuring out new ways, implementing new ways to you know perform live. And I guess if Fortnite is the place you can do it, I guess I don't know. The Instagram live thing, like Tory Lanez when he was doing his old movement, that was dope. Like I, I, I messed with that. I was fine. So I think something like that. It's probably gonna be stuff like that for a minute. Mm-hmm. You think uh, anybody else could be doing this kind of shit or not? On Fortnite or just like in general? On like, on like a visual platform like that. Like for it could be Fortnite. It could be it could be something else, but something that's like these concert visuals as well as like you know being able to like just have hits like that like is there somebody else that could do something like that uh yeah yeah hell yeah i think other artists if they could find a platform where they could do live shows on the internet or over a digital platform and it works smoothly like this Fortnite one did because i saw it on youtube i wasn't able to just join because i don't really play Fortnite like that I saw it on YouTube. It was cool. Like, I was like, yo, this is actually kind of dope for, like, something that was, like, just, like, oh, we're just doing a Travis Scott concert during the quarantine. It worked really well. They premiered the new song, The Scots. That was the how they premiered it, I think. 
that was dope. Like, I was like, okay, this is something yeah. cool. And hopefully other artists could do it. This isn't the first time they've done it, though. I think they did it with Marshmallow a little while back. So it's like, they've been kind of doing this, but this is perfect for the quarantine. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's not going to be as good as Travis Scott's. I feel like Travis Scott has a really distinct uh, visual uh, that he portrays constantly over and over again. Plus, you know, he's one of those top, like, four or five rappers as far as fan base goes and how how much like people actually like him so and i feel like all the other rappers that are at that tier like you know kendrick cole drake they don't have a set visual like travis does um where they could do something like that on fortnite and people will recognize it and be like oh my god that's that's Drake. Oh my God, that's that's Kendrick. And then also he has all the hits too. So it's like I, I feel like nobody can really match him on on the hit scale, on the visual scale. So this is like a one of one thing for me. I I feel like other people can try to do their things on a different platform, but nobody's gonna be as good as this Travis Scott. I I think artists like um, like you said, yeah, I get what you're saying because Travis has a certain aesthetic, you know, the psychedelic thing, the whole like psychedelic trap, like it worked. The way it worked, it totally fit his style. You know, you were flying and shit with the music. Like, it was dope. It was dope, like, for his little thing. I'm not a fan of Fortnite, but it was dope that they pulled it off. And then yeah. um, I can see artists like Kanye, though. Like, when I, I've seen Kanye live a bunch of times, and he, usually when he performs, he has a whole set. He has images in the background. He has a costume on. Like, I could totally see him pulling that off online if he wanted to. I don't think he will. He's, you know what I'm saying? But I think... As we adjust, if this shit lasts longer than we expect or we can't do shows for a minute, I think we're going to start seeing more artists try to do this to make money. Yeah, I, for like, sure. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see Kendrick doing something like that, too, because I've seen mm-hmm. him on, on tour. The seen, damn tour. Did any of y'all go to the damn tour? Yeah, I went to the tour when he was yeah. performing XXX. He had the the whole stage was like in a box and it was like, yeah. and he had the red and light or the red and blue lights in the background. Um, he went into center stage where he came up from like this cage and just came out. And shit. He had a bunch of like visual crazy shit. Like, I mean, he obviously is like a creative genius as well. So it's yeah. just, I, I feel like he wouldn't be like as connected to people because, you know, people aren't like yeah already connected to that kind of visual mindset. Yeah. I yeah. I think certain artists, like we're saying, like even with IG live or those, those platforms, like, certain artists are adapting faster because it might have been easier for them to, to switch up, like just to make the switch because it's easier for them. They're already artistic artists that can maybe easily do visual and all that and make it work. While certain artists, like, I don't think the baby would do something like this because I think his concert is more about face-to-face, like energy pumped up. You got twerking and shit. Like it's different energies, different vibes. <laughs> Everybody's concerts is different. You know what I'm saying? I think for certain artists to yeah. work, there's certain artists where you need to be there. It's the energy. It's more about you know dancing and doing certain things. It's not gonna work. Yeah. This nigga, you know what the baby about, nigga. This nigga about <laughs> smacking you in the fucking face, bro. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> he is so terrible. Like, I, like with business, he is just horrible. Don't get it? I don't get it. Does not make any sense, bro. So basically, the baby uh, was trying to smoke in, smoke in the car. If y'all watch his Instagram stories at all, he always got a blunt in his mouth with the fucking driver and shit. He's smoking it up, and some some fuckhead decided to tell the baby, "Hey, you can't smoke in my fucking whip." So he said, "What?" And apparently, he gave him the gave him the fucking hands. And yep. 
<laughs> said, I'm going to smoke where the fuck I want to. So mm-hmm. he's getting sued for that currently. That's crazy. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> bro, if I tell you, if I tell you don't smoke in my car, which is my possession, and you smoke in my car, bro, and then you lay hands on me, I'm suing you. Facts. Let him know. He gonna mess around and mess. He gonna mess around and mess with somebody that's bigger than him, and don't care who he is, and they gonna smack him into tomorrow, bro. Like they gonna give him the business, bro. I think the baby. Got, you. I got a gun, bro. I think you got a Glock for that reason. Yeah, cause he, that's soft. What you saying? Carrying around strap is soft, bro. To fi- okay, so if, so if somebody was gonna give you a two piece and you can't beat him, you gonna pop him instead. That's soft. But if you but if you feel like you can beat somebody up, you're going to hit them because you're not scared because you're bigger than them, that's all. I don't know. I don't feel like the baby would do that. I feel like the baby would try to fight him. You, y'all seen that video that of him stripping that nigga in the mall? And yeah, like, hell yeah. And beating his ass. Right. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying the baby is soft. I'm saying because I have seen where he has fought people, but I'm saying that would be soft if he shot somebody over that. I agree. And he yeah, always, that's all I'm saying. Always getting into something though. Like at this point, he's a big, he's a top tier. Like as far as like these newer artists that's coming up, he's top tier as far like he's always getting attention. Whenever he drops, people are talking about it, even if it's negative. You know, they're making jokes, but he he always gets attention somehow. And why is he always in the news for bad things though? It's like just stay out of trouble, bro. At this point, you should have learned. Like they're after you, if anything. They're trying to find something yeah. to fuck you over for, so you need to chill. And that's what I'm saying. That's what's frustrating because I'm all about my black folks getting their bag, and like I'm not trying to hate on him by any means, but it's just like time after time we hear about him doing something dumb that makes no sense, bro. If the dude asks you, don't smoke in his car, just don't smoke in his car, bro. Like you are messing up your bag. Like why? For somebody to say, oh man, the baby's hard on Twitter or the baby's hard on Instagram or whatever, bro. For what? You're gonna be out of a whole bunch of money. Just because you wanted to smoke in a car. That's dumb. That don't make no sense. He's denying this ever happened. You know, we'll see what happens. He might, this dude could be trying to get the bag, but why are you putting yourself in the position? I feel like he puts himself in these positions somehow. It's too much. It's too much coming out. I don't know. It's like, why every other time you drop an album, bro, I got to hear about some legal troubles with you. It reminds me of Kodak Black like, but he's just not getting as bad in trouble. But we don't know yet, man, because Kodak Black always getting in trouble, too. And look at him now. It's like, you're not going to last if you keep doing that. Well, I mean, that ain't free Kodak. For, what, illegal gun possession? So, like, come on. The baby ain't doing something like that. He's just slapping the fuck out of niggas. So. Well, he keeps assaulting people, and he kind of first blew up off a, a murder thing in uh, in uh, Walmart. That's what I'm trying to say. He's always in legal trouble, and he started out with big legal trouble, so who's to say he won't get in big, big legal trouble like that again? There's a, it's, a pattern. it's a pattern. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I, agree. I don't want him to. You know, I, fu- I fuck with him. He seems like a cool, like, as far as, like, you know, he doesn't seem like a bad person. It just seems like he puts himself in these situations. Nah. Yeah, he doesn't seem like a bad person. Like, I'm not going to sit here and call him a bad person. I just feel like he's not the smartest when it comes to protecting his bag. That's just all I'm saying. He could be smarter when protecting your bag, bro. That's it. I don't want to see him go down, though, because he's doing well. If y'all if y'all could have one person in the rap game go down to jail right now, I know you I know you think you're the same person as me. Who would it be? Are you dumb, dumb, dumb? <laughs> Put six nine Stupid. back in jail, man. Get this nigga off the street, bro. Tired of this shit. So uh, for, I'm, I'm gonna be the only person in this in this uh pod that's gonna say this. That track was not that bad. 
that out right now. That track was not that bad. I am nowhere near a six nine fan, but the track wasn't horrible. I personally don't want six nine on the stream making music just because. I mean, it's not great either. <laughs> the track wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. Should he still be making music? Nah, bro. You should just stay in the house. Like you on house arrest, bro. You stay in the house. Like don't, don't do nothing else, bro. This, but don't hate y'all. Y'all hating on that man's music like it was garbage. The thing I hate most about it is mainly just because he calls himself the King of New York. First of all, King New York right now is Joey Badass once he drops his next album. So. Ooh, let him know. So you can <laughs> fuck off with that bullshit. Second Are we talking ball, about like all the all time King of New York? No, right now, who's current? Oh, he okay. said I'm King of New York. No, not so. So the second thing that really pisses me off is that this dude is getting two million viewers on live. So he has got a massive amount of attention. People who are not invested in rap culture are invested in 6 9 So the, one of the yeah. main people that they see that they think is one of the top rappers is dropping tracks like Goomba. Nigga, what? What? Bro, no, Goomba, okay, let's not. Goomba, not even Goomba, bro. That's a, like, shitty Mario knockoff name, bro. This nigga fucking sucks, bro. He's representing okay. the like this, calling himself the king of New York. You can fuck off with that bullshit, bro. You fucking suck. Okay, hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Let's not let's not forget when he first came out and was dropping those three back to back tracks. Those was hot, like those was heat, and we all was jamming to that. I was not jamming to that. You not maybe not right, me. maybe not. Nah, right. maybe not nah, right. you not gonna. Hey, you, you was jamming. Canceled in my uh, don't don't cap. You right. were jamming. Don't you include me, bro. Don't you include Lee? Don't you jamming, even cap, bro. You was jamming. I'll admit it. Lee, I you was jamming. Deadly, deadly. He was. He was. He capping. No. Damn, he he's smoking right now. You can't capping, bro. Hey, bro, I've never been a 6 9 fan since day one. That is cap, bro. Since we was in there. One. And it with the sticky up, looky icky up. Like, I mean, we was in there. So I'm not going to cap. <laughs> I'm riding the car like, ooh, okay. <laughs> That's what? Before he turned <laughs> into a rat. Bro. Like, I was like, I was like, all right, this ain't bad. This ain't. Bro. I was like, man, I'm, I'm feeling it. Bro, you can speak for but yourself. Yeah. I agree, but I do agree with you. Deadly, I do agree with you on the fact that we have, like, this man is basically an imposter in the rap game, and we got people believing this is what real hip-hop is like, because they're either 12, and this is their artist of choice to listen to, or they just simply just don't know any other real artist to listen to, or they don't care enough to listen to any other real artist. So they, they genuinely think this, this dude is hip-hop and is the king of New York. It's sad. It really is sad. Like, I'm not disagreeing with you on that part. Yeah, cloud culture is a whole nother culture besides rap. It's it's weird. You know what I'm saying? It's two separate things, but they're intertwined like that. So if somebody thinks you, that you got clout, well, that means you're a good rapper, apparently. If you're a rapper, that means right. you got clout. But, you know, clout chasing ass niggas, they really ain't rappers. I mean, but it's the same, bro. It's the same we can't sit here and act like, bro, y'all gonna get mad at me for this. But Playboy Cardi, bro, I'll be the first to tell you, I, I love Playboy Cardi. I'm I'm throwing it back to bro boy, all that old stuff, you feel me? I was on Playboy Cardi, it's good. But we can't sit here and act like at me was not trash. That was hot garbage. Yeah, it was mid, it was mid as fuck. That was garbage. It wasn't mid, that was garbage. Okay, but this ain't that good either, bro. What are you talking, you acting like, why are you? 
no, I'm not. I'm nah, not you defending this nigga now, man. Don't have me get on I'm this mic. I'm not, you start. No, I'm definitely hey. not defending this dude. Hey. But we can't sit here and act like, okay, we can mess with Playboy Cardi. We can mess with Playboy Cardi, but we can't mess with 6ix9ine, which I'm doing the same thing because I mess with Playboy Cardi. I don't mess with 6ix9ine. But Playboy Cardi, you putting out trash, too. Like, I'm not – what? I'm not slapping. Please recite what one lyric did he say in at me? I don't I, I don't. I don't slap that shit. That shit was that shit wasn't good. I admit it. That's I don't know what he said. This, this so so good. he don't get a he don't get a pass either. So if we don't if we don't let if we don't let six nine get a pass, we can't let nah, bro. If we can't if we don't let six nine get a pass, we can't let Cardi get a pass because that was trash. It's it's the thing when you listen to an artist already and they re- release something that you liked. Then you have a benefit or a doubt for him. Six nine hasn't released anything that I liked, so he gonna release bro, something. Cat, bro. He's gonna release something that's worse than his best stuff, and he's expecting me to like it. No, pretty much. Is Gooba gonna be a hit to you, Carter? Is that a hit? No, for surely not. I didn't say it was a hit, but he got hits though. We'll we'll see. Hey, we'll see though, because people are streaming. He this got hit. It might be a hit for him. Like people are streaming the fuck out of this. Well, okay, in terms of numbers. If you're asking in terms of numbers, then yeah, it's gonna be a hit. I, I just that man's it. gonna drop a track. He gonna drop a track next month or whenever he gonna drop another track, and it's gonna be a hit. I just that's just this culture you live in, bro. Like you're not changing that. His label, I, I mean, he signed a deal while he was in prison, and it seems like his label is probably. I wouldn't be surprised if his label is really giving him the push to really like push this whole shit out, like this whole like. Fuck y'all. I mean, he probably would have did it anyway because that's how he was. But this, the, yeah. the the whole music video, the whole drop, the whole way it went down, and the him making himself a rat in the video and everything. Like, yeah, it, that was he, stupid. That he, was stupid. The labels probably making being like, "Yo, we signed you to this deal. You gotta play into this snitch thing. We don't give a fuck. Like, we don't give a fuck. You yeah. back." And that's why I didn't really fuck with the track. It just felt kind of like I get what he was doing because it kind of seemed like something he would have did before. But it just kind of felt like I like you still doing the it's same forced. thing. Yeah, it's kind of forced to me. Obviously, bro, you knew he was gonna come in, and once he once he got that glimmer of like faith to see that people actually still mess with him, even though he was a snitch, that's all he needed. That's all he needed. Mm-hmm. That's all he needed. Once he was like, "Oh, bro, people still mess with me, even though I snitch. I'm gonna use that to to my advantage." That man is he, he he made his he literally made himself a rat emoji in, in this music video. Like Funny. that dude Funny. does not care. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and on his uh Instagram live he was explaining all of it, you know. He he's been playing into it on every platform on, on the IG live. He was saying, Oh well, y'all y'all niggas were ratted too. Uh well, you know, they they wanted me to stay faithful, but like y'all wasn't saying that when you was fucking from my baby mother when you was kidnapping me, all this shit. So, you know, he just brought a lot of excuses to it and just tried to excuse being a rat. And then now it seems like he on the song and everything else, he's trying to embrace it. Just put it in your face and say, ha ha, I'm a troll. You niggas mad. Uh, give me my money. Whatever happens, like, I don't want him to get hurt. I'm hoping that as long as he keeps doing it, like, safely and he doesn't really bother – because he can't – supposedly he's not really going to be trying to troll, troll like he used to be, you know, all, all out in the public. That's what I'm saying. He's limited on what he could do. So we'll see how long as far as, like, the trolling and all this lasts. If he keeps repeating himself and he can't really go out and do all this shit that he used to do, 
how long will it last? It's cool right now because he's first coming back. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, he's for, he's fresh out. We'll see what happens. I don't want him to get. I don't. I'm not one of those people. That are like, yeah, let's hope he gets hurt or something. He's out of jail. Like, do him as long as it doesn't bother me, bro. And he does his own thing. That's fine, bro. Like, yeah. let people listen to snitch rap if they want to listen to snitch rap. But hopefully, it doesn't. I just don't want it to be hacking big forever because it is kind of annoying. Because it's like. It just feels like he's playing into the snitch role, and it's not really that cool to me. I don't like him benefiting off of that. He, bro, he's gonna for for the for the first few tracks he puts out, he's gonna get a lot of oh yeah, a lot of a lot of buzz. You know, he's gonna get a lot of buzz around his name when he puts out a track, and that's just how it's gonna be for a minute. Now he's gonna try to find the next thing because the snitching is the snitching thing is gonna get old soon. It's gonna get stale. So, what's the next stunt? We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see, bro. AC wants that nigga shot, bro. You want him dead. <laughs> I definitely don't want him shot or dead. Bruh, this nigga academics. <laughs> really, I don't <laughs> this nigga academics really wants six nine to succeed. Like I'm on the hip hop babies Instagram. All I see is this shit on my inst- on the Instagram. I'm like, how? Because he's posting like five posts in a row about this dude. I'm like, God damn, like he's hella promoting them. He's hella putting them on. He was doing that kind of before, but it seems like now he's taking this opportunity and going full steam. Like he's like, fuck it. That man, that's uh, not Cap. I really wouldn't. <laughs> that man is ridiculous. He's 28 years old, bro. Tell him. Falling around this man like he he's falling around 6'9", like this, like he's 16, bro. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, okay, he's getting bread. So, like, are you mad about 6ix9ine being a snitch and still getting his bread? No, I'm just saying that, you know, the only reason why Academics is doing this is because he saw 2 million in live. Oh, shit. Hey, I was putting this guy back on when he was first coming up. Let me continue yes. and hope I can yes. get shout-outs back so I can get this bread because, you know, this nigga's popping. He but, be- bro, he really got – he really got followers though, like academic. I mean, he really got them little kid followers, bro. Like, I work. this man is influencing little kids, bro. Like, he is influenced eleven year old, twelve year olds. Are like, bro, DJ Academic. Da, 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 da. He got the best music. Da, da, da. He put, promotes six nine. Like, come on. He influences yeah. a lot of young people's view on hip hop, and that's the thing. Yeah, he does. Well, him promoting six nine. Is right up his alley because I feel like Six Nine literally knows his music is for like the youngins, the people who don't give a fuck about ethics and rap culture, like you were saying before. He's gonna promote someone probably who other people because he knows people hate on him. People hate on DJ Academics every day, so he probably kind of relates to Six Nine too because people hate on Six Nine all the time. So he's like, "Fuck it, I might as well promote the other dude that's hated on." And if he blows, if he keeps staying big, then I have the connection still. It's a business thing. It sucks, but it's a business thing. Oh yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. That nigga I DJ, I can't stand him. That nigga DJ. Oh my feet though, it's annoying. He loves Dick Ride, bro. He was Dick Ride and Drake too. Y'all seen that on live? He was um <laughs> he went on live with Drake, and Drake was like, "Hey, let's take a triple shot for all the shit we've been through, bro." And he's basically peer pressuring him to take a triple shot of Henny because you know he's flexing his big ass bottle of Henny. He's like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do it. So he takes the triple shot. And then they get off live together. And he's like, hey, chat, I took that W for us. For us. I'm about to take another triple shot. So he takes another triple shot. And then he passes out like 10 minutes later. Like, he, his chair falls. He falls. And then his girl has to come into the room and turn off the fucking the live stream, bro. That's 
I used to love when Joe Budden cooked him on Everyday Struggle. It was good, too, when he was on the show. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love when Joe Budden would cook that man every single time. And then, you know, the classic Migos. You know, I just – I love the Migos. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh, shut up, bro. You got turned into Jerry from Tom and Jerry, bro, for, like, a whole half a year. Niggas was only posting that little picture of Jerry with academic face on it from that interview, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. Say it again. How come again? Do it look like I left oh, I, oh, I love, I love the Migos. No, no. I'm like, Shut up, bro. Joe like Budden had to be the man and be like, wrap it up, bro. Wrap this shit up. All right, wrap it up, dude. <laughs> this shit was classic. Right, we, we gotta, you know, move this thing forward. We gotta get into some music. We was, we're already on the topic, so you know, let's talk about this Drake demo. Drake demo, you know, Dark Lane demo tapes, you know, shit. Yeah. Uh, Initial thoughts. What What do y'all think? Ah, uh, who wants to go first? Bro, I'll talk about it. All right, yeah, so AC. I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm biased. I would argue that this whole group is biased because no one really likes Drake. So I'm going to start off by saying that. I love Come on, don't cap, bro. I'm the only controversial one here, bro. Y'all don't. Some of Drake. You love who? Some of his music. (laughs) You like his old music, like everybody else in this chat. Yeah, okay. All right. Anything Drake's put out after Take Care has been trash. (laughs) What? I wouldn't even go as that far was, as to say that. And I'm what? supposed to be saying here. Nothing going, was the yeah. same? Bro, nothing not the was same, the same. It wasn't the same. Bro, come on, bro. After take, Drake, Drake lost my name out to take care. But, okay, back on this. A couple tracks was, you know. All right. I don't know. I I, re- I actually did like the Pain, Pain 19, uh, what was it, 1993? He's going to pay me respect. <laughs> and, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't nineteen ninety three. Yeah. He still didn't say nothing on pain nineteen ninety three. But he said more stuff on pain nineteen ninety three than he did on at me. Tell me he didn't. Nah, that verse. A couple, bro. I can understand a couple. I can. I can understand a couple more things he said on that track than he said on at me. Hey, I'm supposed to be the Drake hater. No. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I'd rather just have Drake verse on that shit. That was kind of like what the fuck. I'm, I'm, supposed oh, well, to be I'm not I'm not and I'm I was not like disagreeing. what I'm not disagreeing the track was made by Drake like Drake made that track if it was just Cardi on the track bro I'd be like all right well this is another one of Cardi's like I don't understand what he's saying <laughs> right so Drake made the track like he did okay but I mean he had some cool little beat selections in there too there was some beats that was bumping in there I'm not you know it was okay but overall I'm not listening to it again like, I got nineteen. I got pain nineteen ninety three in my uh, playlist. I like to you know buy to it a little bit, but shit. I'm, Don't I'm ask me again how, how how I liked it. <laughs> that shit was. Hey, could I go? Hey, deadly. Let me go real quick. I'm gonna let you go it last. I know you gonna be the kind of in the middle. I, I'm kind of in the middle so, too. But I I, I want to go. Light skin. He light skin. I want to go great. off. All right. Y'all niggas have been saying this nigga Drake is the best. Some niggas are gonna say this nigga is the best rapper. Ooh. Some niggas say this Ooh. nigga is the best artist in the game. Some niggas say this nigga is oh, you, changing the game. A All lot of you talking about people. You talking about other people? Okay, I'm just okay, saying people say. in general. People who think all right, all right, people all right. who say they're hip hop fans who are really into Drake, they act like this is changing the game. 
to me, this project was another project that was like, okay, this is decent. It's better than Care Package because Care Package, I barely, I was like, okay, these are old throwaways. This is kind of like more new throwaways. It's like, okay, this is another throwaway project, but it's like, I don't get why he keeps doing this. Chicago Freestyle was the best track, and that was like a video track he put out. You, do you guys remember when he dropped Chicago Freestyle? And what is the other one? When the same one? Yeah, I remember that. Those, nah. those are on this, and Chicago Freestyle was the best track on here, and that was an old-ass track. I'm like, this... I'm like, why does he keep throwing these projects out here? There was a few cool tracks, like When to Say When, like I said, Chicago Freestyle. Pain was all right for the vibe, like AC said, but yeah, man, I'm not. And From Florida with Love, that was okay too. But I, when you're I, like D4L? Oh yeah, okay, you're right. I'm slipping. D4L was okay. That was okay. That was that was a banger track though. That was like okay, that was cool. But War of Demons, bro. To close it off to like the accent, no, bro. Like he just be doing too much. It's it's mid, and he's not changing the game anymore. We'll see what his project in the summer. But if this is what you come away in the summer too, nah, dog. No, we not doing this, bro. Why are you looking for this man's? Why are you looking? Like it's supposed to be casual. All Drake, everything he releases is straight casual to me, bro. Like I'm like, all right, I'm driving in the car. I got some time. I'll make, I might put on some Drake <laughs> just to hear what people are talking about. And when I put it on, I'm disappointed. That's what it is at this point. And it, I'm not saying I, I didn't even have high hopes for this. I was just like, okay, it's another project because I get it. He's calling it demo tape. I, I don't know, bro. It's weird with him, bro. He just be dropping these throwaway <laughs> projects. Oh. And fans be eating it up like it's fucking dope they shit. They eat it up. They eat oh, it up every- like they have it. Bro, every time they eat it up like they haven't had a meal in years. That's what like, I mean. All of this was fire, bro. Man, Drake did it again. I'm like, what are you listening? Are we listening to the same thing? Oh. I'm like, are, are we listening to the same thing? Because I don't know what he just <laughs> said that was fire. I don't know. Like, I, like Tootsie Slide, I know, bro. bro. Like, come on, bro. That was Carmen, bro. Slide, bro. I knew. I'm like, dude. If this isn't going to be on every project, right? But uh, I mean, I like the vibe. It was a cool little vibe. Like I did a little, I did a little step. But I mean, uh, you know, Deadly, we're killing your light skinned brethren right now. What you gotta say, I bro? Know, he, like... he mad. He mad about it. Tussie's live is a vibe, bro. I don't care anymore, bro. That's just a whole vibe. That shit sound good. All right. Oh my god. But but, but See, he light skinned. That's the problem. But this. Is ass. Why are you releasing this shit, bro? This is all throwaways, all leaks, all this. Uh, you could have invested more time into this. You know, I know you got an album coming out. You could have put a little bit of effort into this, and you could have made it much better. You know, you had okay beat selections throughout. Like, I feel like the beats weren't that bad. But on a lot of songs, you know, he does this kind of boring-ass fucking flow where he just talks and he gives you like little one-liners here and there and he thinks it's fine it's not bro it's you're not doing anything new anymore what are you, what are you holding up your finger for wait a second wait a second wait a second, wait a second let me run it tootsie slide bro i'm getting on this light skin man tootsie slide bro last we did we recorded last time and i did the dance bro and i was like man of course a cool vibe nah bro this is trash bro this is mid bro this is mid it's trash bro give this man the next time we record he gonna come back and say nah bro you know drake mixtape a vibe bro it's a vibe he gonna be in his light skin bag and gonna like it oh he 
Bro, bro. Okay. Anyway, nigga, are you serious, right? <laughs> Light scan, bro. So, anyways, but a lot of the same flows throughout, except for like at the end where he did that stupid ass English rap flow. Uh, that was ass. Uh, and then the songs that I really liked on here, well, I really like D4L because it had Peter and Young Thug and they both went pretty pretty crazy on it. It was it was kind of just a fun track, you know, niggas just having fun. So some of the tracks that I liked, though, uh, it felt like they were really extremely underwritten. Uh, Time, <laughs> Fly, Time Flies was probably one of the best songs on here. Uh, the flow and the cadence he had throughout and to match the beat were really good, except for the second half of the song is non-existent. It's the same fucking one. It's the same first half, just fucking reverbed and redone. And there's like, it feels like there's supposed to be another verse and then there's not. And you, I'm just pissed off. And then from Florida with Love, I feel like it was kind of the same thing too, where he just redid the fucking chorus and he made it a little different, and he added, slapped it on the end, and act like, hey, this is fire. Like, no, bro, can you write your songs out? Can you actually give us, like, a genuine message throughout? Because he had some good ideas on Florida from Love, talking about niggas sneak dissing, but they still have to, you know, dab me when they see me, um, and I can't react to no petty shit because I don't want to lose all, all of this shit that I got going on. And I'm like, okay, bro, go deeper. Go deeper. And he didn't go deeper. He just kind of left it at that. So I feel like there's a lot of uh, – throwaway ideas on here that he just didn't really uh you know want to do anything with anymore and he just slapped it on demo tape and was like here you fucking go yeah y'all peasants can eat now because yeah. i ain't eating y'all shit till the summer yeah he's uh it seems like he's gotten pretty complacent and these two last little demo drops or these throwaway drops have shown that like it just seems like he's just dropping whatever he records and he's like all right it's cool because I remember before this, there was a bunch of uh, he was doing live with Diddy. And I think he said this is the most music he stacked up. So he's probably just stacked up on music. And he's just dropping shit just to see what sticks. And this is that project. Hopefully in the summer well, he's gonna really gear up and say, "All right, we dropping a serious project." Nah. I mean, I'm not, you know me, nah, I'm not for it. it. I'm just saying, keep it for my ears, for my ears. Like, please, just because I'm gonna listen to it. Just please drop a cohesive, not. I want to hear something different. Oh. I don't want this complacent ass, lazy flow Drake no more. Come on, Brian. That's what you. That's what you're gonna get in the summertime. We gonna come oh back. My, and we gonna I record. know it. Can I get my I, hopes I, up? I, we gonna record and we gonna keep this clip that me telling you it's gonna be the same exact thing every single time, bro. I'll be positive. Hopes for up. For I'll be positive. Absolutely nothing, bro. Can I be positive? All right. I'm trying to be. I'm trying right, to be ahead. nice. I'm trying to be nice. I, I, we were just shitting on the man for like however long. I forget that. <laughs> Please give me it's time that. flies flows, bro. Time flies flows. That was the best one. Best flow. In your feelings. All right. Let's talk about somebody else who's hot right now. It's kind of like a package deal. You know, we got two of our rap queens right now, you know, popping off. They got remixes from other rap. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion got a remix with Beyonce for Savage. And then we got Doja Cat got a remix for Say So with Nicki Minaj. Um, just give me y'all initial thoughts and then um, – who who did it better? Who's who's up there? Bro? Who's better? Yeah, who's Savage. Better? Savage for sure. I mean, bro, Beyonce had some nice vocals on the on the track. I can't cap. I heard I was like, oh, okay. You know, Going she, in. And her and her background, her background vocals was nice too. That's what I was like. Oh man, that's cool. Like, you know, she had a little kept that in the background. But usually Beyonce don't be giving people a whole, you know, 
a whole bunch of verses, like a whole a whole verse. So it was pretty crazy to see two people from Texas, Houston, you know, come together and collab. And she gave her a whole verse, and it was cool. On the other end, Say So is also a good track too. Nicki Minaj is not the same caliber as Beyonce. I mean, yeah, I just go I agree. It's it's hard to compare the two between who did a better remix between Beyonce and Nicki. Like just Beyonce by herself, like without Beyonce saying anything. I mean, it's just uncomparable to Nicki. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, bro. Like Megan's better than Doja too. So. There's that. Yeah, it, that. Okay. It, I, well, no, me person for a personal preference, I like Doja Cat over Megan. Ooh, okay. That's just me personally. I, I mean, Doja be making she making vibe hits, bro. She be making hits that are vibes. Like I just be messing with Doja Cat. Move. That should go hard. Though. That song was a vibe. Yeah, that shit was dope. You like that's that song was a vibe, bro. You over here talking about? Are you hating on the song? Or you just are you I, just saying move? I mean, do I like? That shit better than I like Reeler by Megan Thee Stallion? Fuck no. Megan can spit bars, nigga. Ooh. Bars. Come on, bro. And she making TikTok songs. So she doing both. She making them hits like that. And bro, we don't care about her making TikTok songs, bro. And we really, we, making, ro- we roasted Doja rappers doing. for making TikTok music. So why are you using that as an argument? Doja's doing that shit with Say So and all that. And then, but you no, got that's- show not a bro but she didn't she didn't make that for tiktok like Neither that's the type they, of vibe she's been making it no they can just get somebody made a dance for savage and it popped off like that they she didn't make it for that right no that was your argument you the one that just said she I'm making saying, tiktok songs she's making tiktok you said hits. that tiktok hits like that but she's also giving us bars why whereas doja cat is not giving me no bars no fucking substance like that i'm personally going with doja i mean that's just me like she got some she got some Cool vibe tracks. I'm 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 slapping. Like it's just that. Okay. I don't slap Megan like that. I don't I don't like I'm a savage, bro. Every time I hear that song, I just see little girls doing the whatever move, bro. <laughs> I can't do it no more. It's cause you ain't I'm a freak, AC. You ain't a freak like that, bro. Megan's for them freaky ass motherfuckers. That's what it is, bro. You be going to church too much. That, yeah, you going to church, that, you ain't, ain't listening. Like, y'all ain't hey, y'all ain't gonna disrespect me like that. <laughs> that's stupid. You heard that track, Nasty, nah, bro. with the baby, Ashanti, and Megan Stallion, bro? They was nasty. Bro, and the, and the only legend and the only legend on that track is Ashanti, bro. I don't want to hear the baby. Let's go. I don't want to hear that again. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. Deadly, do we you need to, wait, Deadly, what track did you, you prefer? Uh, Say So Remix or the Savage? Oh, I, I prefer Savage. Savage is going on with me uh, with time. Uh, yeah, and, and Deadly... Deadly does the TikTok dances too to Savage when he when he hears it. He he's oh, in his yeah. mirror like this. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you dancing right now? So you know, Savage has grown up with me with, with time. And then I think it was really cool to hear Beyonce get on that and do some some weird shit that is not orthodox for Beyonce. I th- I just think it was a better track than Doja's. I, I also I really don't fuck with Nikki like that anymore. Plus Nikki was supposed to be weird. Wait, 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 Wayne. Wayne was supposed to be retired too. He kept coming back. I mean, that's how it is. I, I, All right, they just say they retired. They're not really retired. I mean, I preferred I preferred Savage the Savage remix too. Even though I fucked, I I like what Nikki added to the track, and I especially like the Dozen Nikki connection because you know she's obviously an influence. But I just felt like the Savage remix just flowed a little bit better. 
like me, like uh, I wonder. Beyonce added more, especially when she was the references yeah. she made, and like it was funny to see it on Twitter, like the reactions and stuff. It was, it just was cooler. I think with Doja, it's more about other things, which is why the track is really being promoted right now. Um, <laughs> so niggas is horny right now, so they want that track to be number one. You know, that's all I gotta say. She said, she said, y'all get this to number one, I'm gonna show my titties. <laughs> Pretty much, um, but Megan's just put the track out and it's doing numbers just cause. You know we, got enough, we got enough OnlyFans accounts being made right now. We don't need that shit. What's what's the what, which track would y'all pick be, so, before the remixes? Like, do y'all say Savage was still a better track before the remix? Oh no, I like Say So. Say So is the jam. Yeah. It's a jam. That's what I'm saying. I, I was slapping that one. I just feel like with the remix, because Nikki was like, she was like, like she was kind of aggressive when she came in. And like it was just a different vibe, and I get it because you know that's Nicki style. It just didn't really add a lot to the track to me. While the Savage remix, it just added. Okay, let's. I you know, she should she should have done that uh, say so remix with like Scissor or something, like somebody but else. Like, it's more. It was more about getting Nicki on the track. Obviously, you know, she really likes Nicki. Yeah, they 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 a fan. Like she a fan of Nicki, right? I get. You got to keep talking about our queens in the game right now, but you know, in the R and B game. Um, you know, I, I know Carter didn't listen to Kelly Uchis because, you know, he's a hater. Uh, but Kelly Uchis to feel IVP. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Ray? We, we're just going to go over it real quick. It's only four songs. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I am not going to act like I'm the biggest Kelly Uchis fan. I always check for her shit because I think she's a, she's a good vocalist. And I think when she does put a track together really well, like, um, for example, off Isolation, was it, Dead to Me? Stranger, and uh, there was another one. After the Storm was the big, you know, the big single, I think, right? Or which, I don't, it doesn't matter. But she, when she does put together a popping track, it's really good. And I feel like on this little EP, I don't know if she's just putting it out just to tease, like, okay, this is what I'm going for on my next thing. If it is, I'm probably going to be fucking with it because I actually like these tracks. They were each a cool little vibe in their own right. So I know they, you a fan, Dan, I know you a big fan, Deadly, so I really want to hear what you got to say track by track because I know you're going to break it down for a nigga. So basically, uh, this is just, a, a you know, something to keep the people's palettes uh, fresh and, you know, the, just, to, just so you can put it out there. She's not going to release her album while we're in quarantine. She stated that on social media. Okay. Uh, this is just a little teaser for all y'all. You keep it track? Uh, so Honey Baby, I think was a really good intro. Uh, I really, I really like what, you know, her fusion with uh, R&B and like uh, rap instrumentals. Uh, she does that really well. And just the, you know, the cadence and, uh, you know, her, her voice is just so angelic over this whole, this whole project. Uh, the first one wasn't really like, you know, anything crazy. Uh, she's just kind of leading into the next song where she's talking about being a little angel, whatever. It kind of sounds like a lullaby. And then the next track uh, is Angel, where she just kind of, you know, it flows into it real nice. Um, that song was okay. It was good in the in the first half. I liked the the verse uh, that she had delivered. But then, like the second half of the the track, that she's just talking about taking me high uh, it's a two and two minutes and 30 seconds about a minute in is when the verse ends and then she just repeats herself basically for the second half of the song no, no songwriting capability on that track whatsoever so i was like okay whatever 
Um, but I want war, but I need peace is probably the biggest track on here. The best mm-hmm. track. It's just really good. You know, she plays around with like a lot of ideas with, with love just throughout all of her projects. Basically, this is basically what her style is. Yeah. Isolation is still one of the best albums of 2018. That shit, that shit is so good, bro. The I Want War song is probably the best one just because the chorus is so well thought out and so good. Um, her singing is really great on this whole track and you know it doesn't have any lulls to it like the other songs do and then the the closing track I I feel like is another just lull so uh, I've seen people rate this pretty low I I would also rate it pretty low for Cali standards but like I'm saying with the Drake track the Drake demo this is really just unthought out ideas that she just threw together and she just has a really pretty voice so if you want to hear something that's mellow and you know you want to get into a certain vibe but go ahead and check it out for sure yep i agree i agree all right since we are talking about travis scott today you know we got to talk about his number one track right now on the billboards the scots featuring kid cuddy Uh, i want your initial thoughts on that you see what do you you got for me bro well me personally for a personal opinion i think travis scott is overrated (laughs) y'all can hate me for it Y'all can hate me for it or whatever, but is he talented? Yeah, sure. But I mean, bro, he comes with the same thing every time to me. Like it's just like every single time, it's just auto tune, over auto tune. Uh, talking about the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan. Period. Now, Kid Cudi on the other hand, I mean, he just he did his thing. You know, obviously he came in, he had his cool little flow. You know what I'm saying? I mean. I think he saved the track in the first place, to be honest. My personal opinion, I think he saved the track. So, should it be number one? For sure not. But it's Travis Scott. Anything Travis Scott drops, people going to give it some play. It's yep. just that simple. Yep. You going to sit here and tell me that Astroworld was the exact same thing as Rodeo? No. And, Bird, and Birds in the Trap? No, nah, birds, birds and trap, birds and trap was cool. I messed with birds and trap. That's your like, favorite. That's your favorite. Bro, I, I messed with birds and trap. Astroworld was garbage That's, to me, bro. Wait, what, is, you like it more than rodeo? What? You like it more than rodeo? Birds in the trap, bro. I mess with I I mess with birds in the trap, bro. <laughs> Y'all can leave. Y'all can leave. Y'all can leave. I'm the only. I'm the only one that's gonna say comfortable stuff. Look, birds in the trap was cool to me. Rodeo was because rodeo, rodeo, rodeo was okay too. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm not saying it wasn't good, but I mean it wasn't like I really mess with birds. No okay. cap. Well, rodeo is really where this nigga was fleshing out his ideas, and he made a really solid trap album, right? Birds in the trap is That's basically cool. a reverbed garbage version of rodeo. Like his ideas did not change. Nah, spewed out garbage onto birds in the trap, bro. Bruh, birds in the trap was cool. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ray, what you, you got your hand raised. I can't believe. First, the logic post, Carter. AC. <laughs> Bruh, that's what I did. Post, AC. Now, you tell me you like birds more than birds. I, Bruh, like, I love you, bro. Bruh, okay, look. Look, 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 look. That's my personal opinion. I just sat here and told you. I just sat here and told you that I'm not a huge Travis Scott fan in the first place. So, I mean, me saying one, me saying one album is better than the other. I mean, that's really not that big of a saying. Knowing that I don't like the nigga in the first place, like, I, I, it's whatever. 
you can put you can put that man all that man's albums together. I'll still be like, cool. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Travis Scott. I, I don't care. I get what you're saying. I really do not care. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Like, so if you asking me like a different artist that I like, and I'm like, oh no, I think this one's you know better, and it's clearly not better, then then that's something you should be like alarmed about. But me saying that I enjoy this album better than another one of Travis Scott, it don't matter. Cause I don't like Travis Scott like that. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, back but back to this single he dropped, another Travis Scott song with Kid Cudi on it. That's, that's all I see it as. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'm, I'll go. Um, I agree with AC on this. Um, I was a little bit high. I wasn't necessarily hyped, but I was looking forward to this track when I saw it drop because I'm a Kid Cudi fan and I like Travis Scott. So, and I know the the influence is bright as day, and they you know they obviously are cool with each other. So I thought it was gonna be a better track. When I listened to it, it just seemed like it was a Travis Scott song with Kid Cudi on there. And like Kid Cudi was just given what he could. He tried to almost adjust the Travis Scott sound, in my opinion, on the track. It's not a bad track, but I don't even play it. And as a fan of both of these artists, I feel like I should be playing it way more. It is catchy. It does have like a little vibe for it. But to me, if they're going to drop a project, I need more of a balance or more of a collaboration with them. Travis was just like, yo, I want Kid Cudi on the track because he's my homie. He's my influence. Let me do that. And then we can make an album together. And if it works, it works. Rather than them collabing and them like making a whole track together. Almost like Kid See Ghost type of shit. I could see Kanye and Kid Cudi evenly bringing their own shit to the track. This felt different. It didn't feel totally on point to me. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I agree. It, it it definitely didn't. I just I just think about like Kid Cudi's intro to the track, and I'm just or like his intro to his verse, and I'm just like not amazed by any of it. Um, you know, the single for what Astro World was "Stop Trying to Be God" and "Sicko Mode." Those are both crazy good tracks. You know, but as much as "Sicko Mode" has been memed to this point, and people hate on it, they're they're still like grand amazing tracks you know i just feel like he hasn't put as much effort into this single as he put into his other singles i like i like the single leader of the delinquents where it's just kid cuddy better than i liked a song with kid cuddy and travis scott and that's saying something so well you know and and to speak on that i think artists do that on per obviously purposely like they just like they know that they're popping and they know they can get away with just putting out tracks together like it's just that simple like they can put out a a track that's okay or or average you know what i'm saying but it's with another popping artist so they don't even care like the effort like you said is not there yeah let's move on we got a single that came out rumor released a, a single and it got remixed by the future and Lil baby all right bro well i think that the rumor was not that bad nigga sounds kind of like uh you know just a typical R&B singer type, but his, like R. Kelly. his hook on it was was pretty catchy, and then he got a remix by Future and Lil Baby, and you know, Future and Lil Baby did their things. It wasn't anything, like, iconic. Like, there wasn't no iconic Future moment, no... I don't think Lil Baby has had an iconic moment yet, but there wasn't anything crazy coming out of Lil Baby's verse, but it was cool. It was cool. I was like, alright, this nigga's here now, like, 
I guess we can start checking for a rumor. I, I thought it was just going to be that one video of the niggas singing with fucking ski masks and AKs, but hey, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised he got the, these two big ass teachers because Lil Baby's fucking hella hot right now. And, you know, Future is always, he's a legend in the trap game. He did a solid job on the track. Lil Baby did a cool job on the track. I felt like they both brought their their um their sound well to his track. I love the beat on the track. Like that is smooth and the way the way he just flows on the track is dope and the whole hook about, you know, how he can't get off the pills. He does I get what you're saying, uh Deadly, like he does kind of give you that auto tune slash like crooner vibe where he's kind of mixing like rap and singing. But I think he kinda has his own style with especially with the visuals he puts out. I don't know if you guys saw the video of this. I watched the video, it was cool. Like him, you know, he wears the mask and shit. Like, it's dope. You know, I feel like he's taking the attention he got from that rascal track and he's using it well. Yeah, that's cool for him. I'm definitely going to be checking for his singles and shit. Like, you know, it's a different vibe. You know, I I, I don't usually listen to auto crooners like that, personally. But I like when he does it. It's a little different. Talk about Colobras. I, so me personally, I, I love this album just because I loved his last project, uh, Guns. I feel like his la his last project at the time it was relevant to me, and I felt like he was touching on topics that were really good. And the way he talks about guns um, being in cities and how guns take lives, and they do a bunch of things. The whole the whole every song had a way to connect it to guns, and I thought that shit was dope. This one's more loose. It's not really about like a deep dark topic, but it does have like dark vibes like it's really like a chill kind of melancholy project especially certain songs some of these songs are really like like mirage i don't know if you remember that one deadly with earl and on that that's yeah. just seven minutes and it's just him talking about like live your life nigga if you die it's whatever like that shit is like it's just but the reason why i really like this project is quayle chris when he gets on in his bag when he gets in his pocket on these beats it's it's like none other like horizons that fucking see, like he can make a catchy hook even though his flow and shit is really unorthodox to me like he no he has a way of making his songs catchy even though they're really weird like they stick with me um grease grease from the uh grease from the elbows is another one where i was like damn like the way he just says these statements over and over in this weird like the effect he has on his voice too i don't know if you noticed that like it really like works for me and uh chris keys on the productions on this shit, I didn't, I'm not really familiar with him like that. He's from the Bay, which is dope. And for him to do all the beats on this, and for it to, none of them really like repetitive to me. They all have different like it, it. I don't know everything about this project worked for me. I just really love it. It's definitely in my album of the year contention. I don't know. I don't know if I put it in album of the year discussion just because I'm not like a super big fan like you are. I feel like you're really. You really love Khalil. Like, I, I listen to Guns when you told me to listen to Guns. And, um, I mean, it didn't connect for me as much as it did you. But, I mean, that's just, you know, because it's personal. personal mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of a lot of cool uh, tracks on this. Like you were saying, it's got a melancholy-type feel to it. But it's also got a lot of groovy-ass tracks on it. Uh, I really liked uh, Sacred Safe. That was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was weird. The the pacing on it is weird. Everything about it is just kind of unorthodox. Like some songs were like five minutes, some songs were seven minutes, and then you get like a fucking forty eight second track, and then you mm -hmm. get a two minute track. And yeah, 
like it was this weird ass pacing and then the earl feature was cool earl is in such a weird spot right now for me i don't know if i like this nigga or not like he really just i don't know i i really like old earl I, he feels he, like he's talking now i feel like he's in his like ever since his dad died you know i think his dad was really influ- influential to him you know his dad was a poet and shit it just seems like ever since then he's been like fuck everything that like grounded me at all the ground like doris was even though it was different it was grounded ever since then he's been like i don't really give a fuck like i'm just making dark depressing ass where like you said it's almost like he's just talking it's like he's not even rapping sometimes he's just telling you how he feels right now or like what painting a dark ass picture in your head you know what i'm saying like on this verse a lot of the lyrics he's like a lot of it is it's, it's a really dark ass verse and Arrow, you know what you're going to get with it, but every time he does it, I don't know what it is, but for me, it works because he just brings a different type of word, like his the wordplay. I don't know what it, he finds a way to make it work, even though he's talking about depression in a sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like Quayle, like in Quayle Chris, you know, he's really chill. Like you said, it's kind of like laid back. Like Sacred Safe is your, you said that was your favorite track. Yeah. That's one of my favorite tracks too, because the beat is really chill. The feature does a good job at first, you know what I'm saying? And then he comes in. He does, It's not even a concept album, but I feel like it's almost a concept to this. Like, he just makes it flow so smoothly because the way he raps on this shit. It's, he's an OG at this, so he, he it's just, it, it comes naturally to him, it seems like. You know? My favorite My favorite was probably um, Living, either Living Happy or uh, Horizon. I love Living Happy a lot, too, because he was... That one was more of a happy track, even though it was still dark, you know, where he, he was listing off a bunch of dances. He died. He, he, he literally died, and the angels are just having fun. Like, he's living happy even after death. Like, I don't know. It's a weird-ass project, bro, because it talks about dying a lot. And it's living through this corona shit. I just think it's, it's relevant right now. This is crazy. I, I feel like he drops really relevant projects. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, AC, stop sleeping. Production's cool on it. You like some different uh, production, not necessarily experimental, but something that's fresh and not typically done uh, in the rap game. We, we've got a lot of cool producers coming out right now. You know, you can add Chris Keys to that list. Um, and then, obviously, if you ain't checking out Colloquist at this point, you, you dead asleep. Wait. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a lot of let's it's a lot of good music dropping right now. And this used to be a lot of good music dropping right now and this one really caught my ear. I know it says I'm a fan of dude. He used to drop before and I it it caught my ear but not like this. I feel like recently he's on a stretch right now. So I wanna talk about somebody who's not in their bag, who fell out of their bag entirely is just cornball to the fucking T at this point. Migos. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Hey, that's your boy, though. That's that's LeBron's thing, bro. You ain't fuck with the track? No. Nah. It was horny. He said no. It was horny. Like, no. you know, it, it leaked. It, it leaked, or, like, people were showing snippets of it. And ever since then, I've been like, yo, don't tell me they're actually going to, like, hella drop this track. And, of course, they dropped it on Seco de Mayo on Tuesday. It was a whole plan, you know, we're going to drop it on the day. <laughs> It's corny to me, bro. Like when 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 Migos used to drop, I've never been a big fan of Migos, but Culture One and even some of their tapes, they had some bangers on there. Ever since then, it just seems like they've been making these, they've been forcing them, like trying to force a banger, or like this is, seems forced because they tried to force it on uh, Taco Tuesday and Seagull de Mayo. They're like, we're gonna put this out and hopefully it's a hit. They've been dropped, like they dropped a single before this with Travis Scott and Young Thug, and no one talked about it. 
So it seems like they're just reaching for attention at this point. It, I don't know what they're trying to do now. And I hope this isn't like an album song. I'm hoping it's just like a, you know, a festive thing that they just drop. If this is going to be their album shit, no. No Taco Tuesday. No. He said no. no. Culture 3. I don't want Culture 3 if this is what you're going to be dropping on that shit. No. I don't want Culture 3 at all. No, They're going to do Culture 3 at this point. They basically confirmed that, I think. But I don't want this to be on that shit. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be another Culture 2. Yo, it, I, I just want to say, if I listen to Culture 3 and there is another song that is literally the exact same as there was on Culture 2, just fucking different lyrics, I'm going to, I'm I'm just going to throw up. Like, I'm, I'm fucking disgusted at this point. What was the song that they did on Culture 2 that was exactly like one on Culture 1? I don't I think, remember the title. That they, album was so forgettable, though. Like, I, you can't, I can't blame you for not remembering the title. That, I don't remember shit about that shit. I'm pretty sure that they redid Deads from Culture 1. Yeah, that was, that was the track they redid. That's crazy. But, you know, it, and they had 2 chains. They had Post Malone on there, Cardi B, Travis Scott, Drake, Gucci Mane, 21 Savage. And that shit was worse, exponentially worse. They haven't done anything right in years, bro. And I, I, I don't know. This is just adding on to the, to the pain that I feel as an OG Migos fan that these niggas really just can't do shit no more. Like, just pass the sticks, bro. Just pass the little key, pass the... All I mean, these new niggas, because you, they fell off. Culture One, they got a hit, and they, I think it's just changed them ever since. Like, they haven't, I either they ain't, like I said before, they either aiming for hits, or they just don't know how to transition fully. Because it seems like, they, I mean, they have, they had some cool songs on Culture Two, but the difference is with Culture One, I feel like it flowed. Culture Two was way more bloated, and then. This, if this, like I said, if this is their hint at their new sound and their new album, I don't want this. Even though it's a, it's a short track, I like the fact that it was a short track. If it was like a three-minute fucking Taco Tuesday track, I would have been like, yo, what the fuck? At least they kept it short. But still, like, no. No, bro. Like, why? This is Migo. They're supposed to be trap legends. Culture, nigga. Bring in the culture, the trap culture. And you talk about Taco Tuesday. I mean, no, bro. Fuck that, bro. I'm sorry. It's, it's no, bro. These niggas fell off so hard to me. Any more thoughts, AC? No, I, I agree with y'all. Like, I mean, it's bad. But at the same time, what really do you look for when you're looking for a Migo track, really? I'm looking, I mean, me personally, I'm looking for something catchy. And something, like, not a, it doesn't have to be the hardest, but something with grit in it a little bit. Like, the thing is, I feel like Culture One, like, they still had that grit. Even T-shirt, you know, Mama, like, they were just talking about, you know, putting in that work. Even though they were big time, they were still talking about putting in that work. I feel like ever since then, Culture Two, they've been, like, almost poppy. But they still talk about it, but it's, like, it's not the same, bro. The features, everything. It's just they don't – it's like they don't know what they're doing. They can't be as hard as they used to be anymore. They got to appeal to either a different fan base or something. It's not working. Yeah, it's just uh, – it's not gritty. Where's all the, you know, trap talk 24-7 in your face? Uh, you know, not pussy out like fight night, bro. Like, come on, bro. You got to have something. It's that song wasn't good either. Fight night was trash. That's an all-time banger. Fuck out of here. Stop it. You're right. I'm another pussy out like fight night. Come on, bro. Stop. Adios. That's 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 an old that's an old time heater. Yes. Adios. Yeah, that's an old time. Fight night, no. Both.
Both of them. No. Okay, bro. All right. Okay. Anyways, TDE dropped this week. Yeah. Give me y'all a favorite TDE track. Um, who wants to go first? AC. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Uh, my. Mm. I mean, I personally, I personally, I personally didn't like Isaiah Rashad's beat selection. I didn't like the beat. I wasn't messing with the beat. I was, I was hoping for a different beat on that. Because I do like Isaiah Rashad, he's smooth, he's cool, you know what I'm saying? He's highly anticipated, like we're highly anticipating him to drop his album. So I was expecting something better, but I mean, that's just my opinion on the beat selection. So for that reason alone, he didn't have my favorite track. I think my favorite track is probably Rapper Weed by Sir. I enjoy that one. That one, I mean, it just reminds me of like a vibe. I'm like driving down the street with the top down, and I'm like, you know, just just cool it. Top down. You know what I'm saying, just, ain't that that song with Kendrick? Hair down. That's hair down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's not. But I mean, it's okay. Um, uh, rap, but rapper weed, no, really. I it was cool. Like it was just a vibe. Second, I would have to go with Punch. That Punch track was cool. I messed I with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that punch track was cool. And then third, I'm probably gonna go with uh Absol. Mm. Absol's track was cool. You know what I'm saying? I fucked that a lot, actually. I thought it was solid. So that's how that's how my rating goes. Okay. You asked for my top three. Go ahead, Ray. Uh me personally, I it's funny. I fucked with the uh the Absol one the most. Maybe it's because I've been waiting for Absol. Like, I mean, I know I've been I've been waiting for Isaiah Bashad though. But that, I, I kind of agree with AC. It's not that I didn't like the beat. It just I was expecting him to do a little bit more because we haven't heard from him in a while. And then it was cool, but it's like it, it was literally just a little teaser. Like, I wanted damn near a more full thought-out track from Isaiah at this point. Like, because you ain't really dropping nothing at all. I mean, same thing with Absol, but at least Absol, he was just spitting on that shit. It was like a freestyle thing. It was like that was his bag where he's just a dope beat. Him just rap. It reminded me of the old TDE days. That's why I fucked with it a lot. Punch was probably my second. Sir was solid, but like, um, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm looking more for the rapping shit from them right now. It was just like, okay. And I've been hearing Sir recently. So it's like, okay, this is just another Sir track that's solid. And then Punch, actually, Punch was before Sir. Punch, Punch, Punch did a really good ass job with his too. The Man Behind the Curtains. I've been waiting for a Punch yeah. project because he's been teasing, you know, he 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 can rap. For someone who's behind the scenes like he is, he actually be rapping, you know what I'm saying? You agree, AC, right? Yeah. That's crazy. So, I think it was solid. I'm just like, but, you know, you know with me, man. The the one who let me down the most of Reason. Reason's track was forgettable as fuck to the point where AC didn't even oh. mention it. Like, I, yeah. he was typing it up and it just didn't even do anything for me. Um, I mean, that shit got the most attention out of everything, too. That's because he posted a little video naming a bunch of people, and then it was just literally him listing them. In oh, the- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. It kind of, it reminded me, like, the thought process, like, the, the, the thought was, like, all over the place. It was just, like, the lyrics were all over. Like, you know, it was just here, 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 here. And then he didn't came back with the I might not make it with the chorus, you know what I'm saying? But the beat was boring too. Like it was just like consistent, no change up, nothing. You know what I'm saying? It was it was it was you know real dry. 
Yeah, but he let me down recently with the singles he's been dropping. Not gonna lie. So I just, I'm wondering is TDE on the top of their game? Because you, I don't, y'all probably remember, of course, y'all do when TDE, like everything they dropped was fire. Everything, literally everything they dropped, you had the damn near check for it. I don't think they're at that point right now anymore. I think they're starting to like cool down, especially as they sign other artists. It just seems like they're starting to almost not say lose. I think they're I think they're signing too many artists. Yeah, so they're starting to almost lose their luster. Like, it's not as premium as it used to be. It's like, they're just like, it's a TDE signing. I'm not hella hyped for them anymore. It's like, okay, I'll check for them, though, because it's TDE. It's like, before, if TDE right. was involved with something, I had to, like, be like, yo, this is it. This is probably yeah. going to be the next thing. It's not like that no more. Something's happened. And I didn't like the fact that they didn't. I know why, you know, they're not going to tease us with no Kendrick right now. They're not going to do it with Schoolboy right now. But... Come on. If you're going to drop these tracks and some of them be mid, I, with the hype, I, with this quarantine, I wanted a Kendrick track. I wanted a Schoolboy track. I damn near wanted a Scissor track. We didn't get nothing even even on a hook from Scissor or something, bro. Like, yo. Give us the heart pipe part five already, bro. Like, not yeah. coming out ever. <laughs> it's, it's, I know, it's, it's, cave. I love Kid of the Death musically, but he's just like, I don't know what he's doing. And right now is the perfect we need I need to hear something from this man. I feel like it's the perfect time with all this shit going on. Come on, man. Bro, I you know, like I I like how he doesn't rush like his music and stuff like that. But it comes to a point where it's like, bro, you you just hold this in too long, bro. Like it's just it's just we waiting way too long to hear something from you, bro. You, know you, you ain't dropping nothing. You know it's funny is that we have this same conversation already. Like, we haven't been together for every single Kendrick drop, but it was, like, before leading up to To Pippa Butterfly, AC was saying the same shit. He was like, I like that he, I like that he takes his time, blah, 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 blah. And as we got closer to the To Pippa Butterfly drop where he hadn't announced it yet, he's like, I'm fucking sick and tired of this nigga, man. Drop your shit already, man. Then he drop like, it, bro. Time. Here's the thing. He needs to just – I feel like – I get it because the quarantine. I heard – Absol basically made a statement on live. I saw foot, footage on Twitter where he was like, um, this has slowed everything down for us. Like, we probably, they probably had a plan. I don't know if it was, like, necessary to drop Kendrick, but maybe Absol, maybe, like, they probably were going to drop somebody's shit. But this has slowed everything down. But it's like, with the weight we already had to wait, it's like, we need something. Especially with all this shit going on, like, I, I feel like it would be totally relevant for Kendrick to drop an introspective-ass track right now or, like, a conceptual track. What really is slowing you down? Like, you, you dropping music, bro. Like, they it's can't not like tour. you... They can't tour. If they drop, they cannot tour. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah. Tour. I mean, I, yeah, no, no, yeah, that makes total sense. Like, that's a lot of money they lose if they don't tour. Mm-hmm. You gotta make Lucy's, I didn't think about it on that standpoint. You gotta have... Like, they did it right. They did it right with the Lucy's dropping for all these artists, but, like, this is not... We don't want to hear Zach right. I don't give a fuck about Zachariah. Those, those were the worst tracks, actually. Not not reason, but reason let me down. It's a different. Yeah. Zachari- those Zachariah tracks were the worst. That nigga's ass. Get him off the label already, bro. Like, come on, bro. You can't just say T3 well, and scam us like that and don't give us any of the top dogs. It's top dog. Bro, come on, bro. It's been, it's business, bro. the top dogs. But, you, but, but, but it's business, bro. Like... Why are we gonna give you Kendrick when you know Kendrick is fine? Like, 
we know when, if we drop a Kendrick tape, we drop a Kendrick album, it's going to sell. But we need you to start listening to, to some of these little cats like Reason and Sir. We need you to start listening to that. That's I, what they that's what they saying. I love that's what they saying. They like I'm listening to y'all. I'm saying I'm thirsty, bro. That's you it's, though. That's you. that's you. For fucking months, you know. I just been 40 right. days, 40 nights, dying of thirst. Tired of running. Yeah, bro. Kendrick, he need to drop something, bro. I'm just tired of waiting. I'm tired of waiting. Like you said, I say this every time. I do not care, bro. He need to drop. Like every time he drops, I'm like, all right, I'm happy I waited. Like, obviously, I'm going to listen to it regardless however long it takes. If you drop an album 10 years, it takes 10 years, I'm going to listen to it in 10 years. This is that simple. But nigga, don't take 10 years. For real. Because then I'm going to, bro, I'm going to go jump him, bro. I mean, he, did, candy, he had a kid not too long ago. He had a daughter not too long ago. So it's probably also that, you know, family. Oh, man, congrats to him about that. I didn't know that. Right that was la- I think that was, like, last year, though. But still, that probably made him take some That's time. still, though. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, still. That, if it was last year, the kid's only a year. And especially with all the shit going on, you know. Yeah, no, that's the big priority. Nah. Yeah. Had a kid All right, then, Kim, you can take a little bit more time. You can take a little bit more time. <laughs> Not too much more time, but you can take a little bit I more. I need dad raps. I know you got a kid. I need dad raps for kids right now. No, I don't need no dad raps. <laughs> J. Cole, dad, he ain't even a dad. J. Cole, dad, he be already doing dad rap, damn man. Yeah, he, well, I mean, he is a dad now. We know that off of sacrifices from Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tripping. That makes That's sense. That's what I'm saying. He, he had a kid and he still drops. So, Kendrick, fuck you, nigga. David is a way better artist than J. Cole, in my opinion. Way better. Yeah. Different, different. Way better. Different, different levels to this shit, bro. But I get what you're saying. Kendrick needs a drop. I, and even as someone who I don't Man. really mind, the, I don't mind the weight. I get the weight, but it's like he needs to. Right now, I feel like it's too. Hey, it's going to be this year, though. Hopefully. I think so. We might have to, if, if they can't tour, bro. He might drop yeah, a single yeah. or something, but we might not get the album until next year. I'll take a single. Yeah, I need something. I'll t- I'll t- I'll take a single, bro. Really, and 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 speaking about how TDE didn't drop Schoolboy Q, bro. I wonder how people are gonna react to that anyway. With Crash Talk being his last album that he dropped, and it flopped. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But I think that's probably why he's trying to drop another album this year. Or he was. He was planning to drop a whole nother album this year. He need to come harder. He need to come like Blank Face. Blank Face was hard. That's probably what he's gonna try to do. I don't know though. That fast. Blank Face we'll was see. crazy. We'll see. Maybe, maybe he had a whole nother album saved up, probably. And this was like that was like the happy, like I don't give a fuck the throwaway. out. Throwaway. Yeah. Yeah. He was just trying to have fun on that. It wasn't a throwaway to me, but it wasn't that good. But there, I don't. Oh really no, no, yeah. But no. For TDE, that's damn near a throwaway. For Schoolboy, that's damn near throwaway. For Schoolboy, yeah, I, I really love his albums. I don't, I don't personally, yeah, consider that a throwaway, really. I mean, but like, like you said, in comparison to other uh, projects they've dropped and stuff like that, that is, it can be quote unquote a throwaway. But mm-hmm. It still was, it still was alright. Like, it still got tracks on there. That I, I, I slide. It's memorable. So, yeah, I'm ready to get into these topics, bro. I'm ready to get into these topics. Pray for Paris. This album is just another um, step that Westside is taking into becoming relevant. You know, it started off with uh, us reviewing Flag Out as, as uh, an Awesome God uh, at first. 
which was probably my least favorite of this three album run that he's been on. I fucked with Hitler Wears Hermes Seve Pray for Paris. Uh, that's probably the one that I fucked with the most. It feels like Griselda has really taken a step into the limelight of rap culture and has taken their has taken people's attention. Like people are paying so much attention to them at this point. You got Tyler the Creator, Joey Badass, uh, Wale. You got all the Griselda members. You got Freddie Gibbs on here. Like there are some big ass names on this album right here. Jay, Jay Versace, that little Vine kid. You know he uh, produced one of the tracks on here. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I really just, I really just fuck with it all the way through. Um, three, three twenty-seven is my favorite one. Um, I feel like he might have been a, a little outshined by his features. You don't agree? I, it's not the. Uh, I don't think they bodied him. I just think they did a good job. Well, okay, so they stood out the most. Because yeah, 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 I give it to him. Okay. You know, Westside comes with the same kind of energy throughout most of the tracks. So I feel like putting them on there. They really take a lot of the attention when they come on because you're like, oh shit, oh these niggas switching it up. Right. Tyler, bruh, Tyler is making this this style of rap, you know, where he's saying some stuff that you know I feel like people in rap culture wouldn't normally agree with, but Sus. but you just bring in expert rhyme schemes, expert flow and delivery to this shit, and it's like you can't ignore what this nigga doing. This music just sounds good, like. I know a lot of people don't even listen to music for lyricism anymore. So, you know, you just give them a good flow on a good beat and I feel like people would fuck with it. So there's people that relate to the, these kind of ideas. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that everybody is getting representation and that, you know, more people can start relating to different rap songs, stuff like that. Go ahead, Ray. Give me, give me your thoughts on that. Uh, I love Deadly. Thank you for that. Here comes to these underground cats. Um, you know, I'm a hype for it. So coming into this album, when he was putting out the producers and the features, I was like, damn, what is he going to do? And this is one of, like, I don't know where I rank it among his projects because I'm still trying to listen to it. I still try to digest it. It's a lot of fucking shit on this album. Like, as far as, like, the whole Pray for Paris, it's like it's like a luxurious thing. Like, the, the whole album breathes luxury. Like, Fucking 327, Lee's, uh, Deadly's favorite track. The beat on that shit sounds so crisp. Like, everything about this shit, usually it's a little bit of grit. It's still that grit to this, but it sounds so polished. I don't know what Westside gonna deal with this project. And the fact that he found a way, like, like Deadly was saying, like, this East Coast old school shit is the most, like, gangster, like, like um, machismo hard shit and then he got Tyler on there rapping the way he did about wearing glitter on your nails and yep. Uh, yep. skating with a nigga who's 6'5". Like that shit was dope as fuck to me. The the contract. And Joey killed that shit too. I think Westside held his own on each track. The the I think the the uh, the track that kind of threw me off the most was French Toast which is right after 3 to 7 because he's kind of trying to sing. And then he had Wiley on there doing his thing. But I, I love pretty much all this whole thing. Like, there wasn't really a hit, a miss. The closest thing to a miss to me was French Toast. And I even kind of like that track. It grew on me. Uh, Sean versus Flair. That was the first time him and DJ Premier collabed. And I love DJ Premier on the beats, of course. He's a legend. God bless him. This, and supposedly he recorded some of this album when he had Corona. And that's another level you add to this album. And, like, struggling with Corona like that, like he was saying in the interviews. That's wild, because he doesn't miss a stride on this shit. 
to me at least, like he was spitting. The Futures all did that thing. Even like Party with Pop Smoke, that shit was a crazy ass title. How he just threw that in there and it was cool in his own right. Like he didn't miss. He does not miss. Griselda is not missing right now. Period. Facts. Tell him, B. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. AC, what's your thoughts? All right. So as a newcomer coming to West Saigon, uh, this was actually really good to listen to. Like I'm, I'm glad. I don't know. I want to give the credit where the credit is due. I, I'll say EJ and Ray Love put me on. So Ray Love ain't salty. But uh, you know, apart from that, it really, it really was really good. Like I, I really enjoyed it. You guys said your favorite tracks was three two seven. Mine was George. Is uh. Was it Bondo? Bondo, that shit went hard. That, that was crazy. That track goes crazy. I even like the little um, little ending piece, you know, with the little, I don't know if that's a crackhead, whoever it is at the end, you know, doing that little you mm-hmm. know, rap skit or whatever like that. But, I mean, there's other tracks that were great, too. You say you didn't like French stuff. I liked it. I mean, obviously... I listened to like some older uh, West Side Gun just to get like a kind of a, a taste of what he kind of, you know, does and his powers projects are and what, what not. And I enjoy those as well, but I didn't hear any of his like singing. So this was different, but I, I enjoyed it. I like the mix of his voice that obviously he's not a singer mixed with the uh, feature that was on there. Joyce. Yeah. Like I, I think, I think it was cool to have that little, little bit of mix, you know, yeah. and Wale. Wale did his thing, you know, he came on and, you know, this is not the typical things you see Wale on. So I thought it was pretty interesting to see him come and do his thing like that on a uh, album like this. Uh, Also, 500 Ounces, that was a good track to me, too. That was real clean. I messed with that. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Hip Hop Movies Podcast. Uh, Y'all fucking with us, listen to our opinions on everything that involves hip hop culture and music. Uh, if y'all want to send us beats, you can send it to us on our email at thhbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, it's either the Hip Hop Babies Podcast or the something like that. Yeah. Hip Hop Babies Pod? Yeah, just look at that. Just look at something like that. We're going to start getting into some more stuff to be invested in the uh, in the community. We're going to try to get more uh, local artists back on here. I feel like we have been lacking on the local artist spectrum so far. Um, as far as sharing with y'all. So yeah, we'll get back on that and uh, look forward to an interview possibly. You know, we might have some more interviews on here. So, Thank y'all. Love y'all. Checking this out. AC I says, fuck it. y'all. Yeah, AC ain't saying shit. He threw up a peace sign like they could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all y'all niggas get. <laughs> uh, all right, y'all. Peace, man. Peace.